It's great to have an estate plan, but if you don't let others know about your plan, then it's pretty much useless. On this episode of the Executor Help Podcast, I'm going to talk to an expert who's going to tell you how to get ready. This is the Executor Help Podcast. Learn how to settle an estate, pick an executor, and avoid family fights. For more information, go to davidedy.com. Now here's your host, David Eady. So with me today is Tony Stewart. He is the author of Get Ready, a step-by-step planner for maintaining your financial first aid kit. Tony, thanks for taking the time to be here today on the Executor Help Podcast. I really appreciate it. Yeah, David, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here today. Well, so let's get to it. Um, The the book that you wrote, Get, Get Ready, it's among the many books that you've written. And just before we started here, you started talking about what you're doing next in terms of the writing. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself and what inspired you to write the book, Get Ready? Yeah, so um, I started out as an insurance agent. I spent the majority of the last 35 years doing insurance consulting, uh, primarily with wealth management advisors, financial planners, and attorneys. And one of the things that always came up was people not having their documents organized, knowing where things were. As my In my role as a consultant, I required people to send me copies of all their documents, their illustrations, policy contracts, and it was always a struggle for them uh, to come up with it. And in talking to other advisors is, you know, that ran across, it wasn't only with their insurance, but there was a general lack of organization and understanding what they had. So in other words, I would ask for a specific document and the client would say, well, what's that? And I would describe it and they would be able to find it, but it was always a chore for them. And then my mom passed away. This, this is going to resonate with you is, Mm -hmm. um, her finances were not organized. Her documents weren't organized. We didn't know where anything was. So, you know, we were sorting through boxes, trying to figure out you know, where her bank accounts were, where this was, where that was, I decided, you know, I'm going to write a book to help people organize their financial documents. And not only that, but besides just being an inventory of the documents, but give them a little bit of information about what the documents are and why, what's important with those documents. So that's, that's where I came up with the concept. You know, talking about, you know, the lossy mother and the estate planning side of, of the issues is it part of and actually i'm answering my own question because i know your book does simplify the process for the readers so if we talk about the estate planning side what what is it you're hoping that they're going to walk away um, reading that chapter well one is that estate planning is for everyone is that's a basic message that i think is a starting point i think many people think you know i'm not wealthy or you know my estate is very simple And at least in the United States, if you don't have an estate plan, the government has a plan for you and you lose control, go into probate. Things can become very challenging and, you know, take several months before you have access to the funds. So the first thing is I want people to, you know, at least be aware of what they can do and what their options are. But the other thing that I think is huge in the world of financial services is that people don't go back and review things. You know, they'll write their will and their trust, and that's it. 20, 30 years go by, and they haven't looked at it or updated it. And, you know, people get divorced. uh, They have new kids. You know, things happen, and things change, but they don't change their estate plans. So that's, that's the two things, is to make people understand that, hey, 
you know, you should think about this. And two, you need to go back and look at it every so often. Yeah, you said in the U.S. it's the same problem here we have in Canada. The government does have a, a an estate plan for you if you don't uh, take care of things. So you, you mentioned about the will and the power of attorney. What are some of the other important documents someone should have in their estate plan? Well, I think a letter to your heirs um, explaining, you know, especially if you haven't had a family, what I call a family transition meeting, where you know, you sit down with your heirs and talk to them about what your wishes are. But just something, you know, outlining, you know, hey, this is what I'd like to have happen. This is my thinking. This is where everything is. Um, so they get a general sense of everything besides just the legalese of the will. And then, of course, a trust. I think that people should all think about having a trust, especially if they're married where they have children, you know, that a trust can protect some of their assets and help them in other ways and help them retain control. So in creating the estate plan, where, where should someone start? Can you walk me through a little bit of a process? Uh, someone's going, oh, I, I know I need to do this, but I have no idea what to do. Where do I start? Well, I would say you pick up a copy of Get Ready, of course. And well, that goes without saying. That's, of course, Tony, of course you can pick that up. <laughs> Of course, <laughs> can't, can't resist that one for everyone out there watching and listening. But that was that was know, low hang, that was low hanging fruit, too easy. But you're absolutely <laughs> right. They're going to pick up. Actually, you know what? They go to Amazon. They're going to get get ready, and they're going to get executive help. And now they're set. They, there's no. They, they've, they've got everything. So they've got these two great resources. Starting with yours, what else do they do? Well, I, I think the important thing is if they have a partner, um, a spouse that they sit down and talk with their partner about what they want to accomplish. And then I would recommend that they get you know, at least a basic will. I mean, which you can do, you know, there's some companies that do it online, but if you have anything that's out of the ordinary, or you have kids, as I would recommend going to an estate planning professional attorney who can help you make sure that you have the right documents drafted in a way that's really going to work for you rather than just a boilerplate will and trust that you get from an app or online. Yeah, you because um, I've I've had uh, an individual um, from Legal Wills, and they do it you know online. It's an uh, online will solution in terms of creating your will, available U.S. and in Canada. But you also mentioned going to an estate planning uh, lawyer. Do you have a preference either way, or is it most important that at least somebody people do something? I think it's most important that people do something. And I think if you have a fairly straightforward, you know, you're married, you don't have any kids, you want, you're going to leave everything to your um, spouse, then an online, you know, will or trust can, I think, can serve you well. Um, especially if you don't have a lot of money to spend on an attorney. I don't know in Canada, but here in the States, it's going to cost you at least $2,000 to have a will done by an estate planning attorney. So, you know, it depends a little bit on what you're trying to accomplish and how complex your needs are. Yeah. In Canada, it it can get pricey. Again, everybody's situation will be different and you have to think, but do you, I don't think it's important to think that, well, you know what, you put a price tag on, well, you know, it's too expensive. Whatever you decide to do, the important thing is to do it. And even if it does cost you know, a thousand dollars or whatever to sit down with a, a professional to, you know, take care of this area. It's going to save you. You're going to save the estate and your family, the problems 
later on by doing something or, and spending that $1,000. You may even save even more because of the taxes you're gonna save. I think between the two of us, we both agree, just do something. Something is definitely better than nothing. Even if it's just an online will, have something in place. Now, earlier you talked about, you know, getting divorced, blended families. How often should somebody review and update their estate plan? Is it is there any particular time or, or do you find that most people just get their will, they get it and forget it? Yeah, I think most people get it and forget it. Um, wills, trusts, life insurance policies, the gamut. So I, I would recommend doing it annually. And that's why I've set up my new program. Uh, and my new book is coming out with weekly action items, but it's the same week every year. So you don't need to buy my book or subscribe to my program to do that. You can put in your calendar and say, every August, I'm going to review my estate planning documents, you know, whatever month fits for you, but make sure you do it um, annually, as well as, you know, think about it when you have any major life events. But because of course, when we have a major life event, we're pretty busy and caught up in that life event. You'll get to it a couple months later when August rolls around again. So, you know, that's what I would suggest. Just put it in your um, iPhone or Android and just say, you know, every August, I'm going to review my estate planning documents. It sounds easier said than done because, you know, this is not the most sexiest topic, estate planning. It doesn't get people excited, especially because we're talking about, um, you know, death. And some people are thinking about their own mortality and they they want to uh, procrastinate about it. So, you know, there's the challenges and pitfalls of someone that's going to, you know, want to have to set up their estate plan. Um, what would you suggest that they they do to avoid? And I guess that's the reason why you, you come up with your, your your upcoming book. What are some of the pitfalls and challenges that people come across that they don't do anything? Well, I think as you point out is, you know, uh, not wanting to talk about your mortality. But I think instead, you know, that people can reframe that to think about you're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for your loved ones. It's a gift that you're giving them by doing your estate planning, by purchasing life insurance. If you start thinking about that perspective, we all want to help somebody. And it's the best way to help your spouse, to help your kids, is by taking care of these things. So I think that's the way to do it. And the other thing is, you know, it's just like, you know, you have to think of it like you take your car in for, you know, you get a 36-point inspection or whatever it is when you take in your car, that this is what it's like with your money, is you have to do an all-point inspection of your money. Because as you point out, there's tax ramifications if you don't do estate planning. So it's like you've built up this nest egg and you've worked really hard, but you know, do you really want it to go to taxes or would you rather go to your kids? You know, most people are going to pick kids. Uh, there's the odd person who's going to want to support the government, but most people are going to pick their kids. Doing planning allows you to help your money go to where you want it to go. Yeah. And people who have, you know, picked up Get Ready, have you had any feedback from them in terms of the, the light bulb has finally gone on and they and they they're they're following what you you've laid out? What what's what have you heard from them when going through the book? Well, what I've heard from them is that um because they've gotten organized, they've been able to spot things in their finances, which have helped them. Like one person, I have a tip in there about private mortgage insurance. So when they were putting in the information about their mortgage, they they found they had private mortgage insurance and that 
their loan balance had gone below uh, where you need private mortgage insurance, so it was no longer required for them. So they were able to get that taken off. So, that, so they saved a couple hundred dollars a year as a result of going through it. So I think it's really important because, you know, like we've been talking about, the set it and forget it with all aspects of our financial life. We've got all these remnants and artifacts hanging on in our finances, you know, something we purchased 20 years ago, an IRA from a company, I mean, a 401k from a company we worked at 10 years ago, that when you start consolidating and looking through these things, you go, oh, yeah, I've got this or I've got that or I don't need that anymore, but yet I'm still paying for it. Or so I think that's the value of organization. Or some old insurance policies that maybe were bought, you know, for the kids when they were young and now they're they're adults, or you you know a, a, an old whole life policy which you you know you've been paying on or it's paid off and it's just you know the uh, the policy is turned yellow sitting in a drawer somewhere. It's and I think yep. what's great about your book <laughs> is it triggers triggers you in terms of your finances. Oh, I didn't think of that. Oh, I didn't. I, I can't, I don't remember, you know, or this was given to me when I was a, a kid, this old insurance policy. And what's great about your book is that it is a sort, it is a first aid kit. It's a blueprint to, you know, getting people organized in terms of what they need to do. When we talk about the estate planning area, how can someone ensure that their beneficiaries are taken care of after they pass away? Well, you know, I, I think by one is reviewing and to make sure their beneficiaries are current in their estate plan, like we talked about, I think that's something that gets missed a lot is, you know, you have your two kids, you get your will written, that third kid comes along unexpected five years later, but they're not in the will and trust because you're just not in that mindset. You're not going back to review things. So I think that's one way is just to make sure that your beneficiaries are current. But the other way is to make sure that your beneficiaries are current everywhere you have a beneficiary designation. And that's one place that's usually missed is the workplace retirement program. You know, there's many times or, you know, your workplace insurance, life insurance policy, where it's an ex-spouse who's the beneficiary. I've seen that, you know, a lot of times. And I've seen, you know, that kind of thing where somebody goes, gosh, I, would, I haven't been married to her for 10 years, you know, but yet she's still the beneficiary of my workplace benefits just because nobody thinks of that. Yeah. Um, so that's why it's, to go back and look at these things your book is over 230 pages you know and and people shouldn't be like oh my god i can't believe he's gonna have that but it's so in depth and it's it's kind of like a buffet you 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 pick at different pieces what you need at the time you don't have to devour it all at one time you know what are some of the the key takeaways that you hope people are going to um gain from you know the estate planning area but uh, in the chapter in your book and the overall uh, takeaway of the book. Well, the, the, you know, like you said, is you can, you get out of it what you put into it, but you don't have to do it all at once is you can work on it over time. You do, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there. That That's fine as long as you're making some forward progress, but that as you go through it is you'll find that it's helping you in different ways. As we've been talking about the power of organization, is really good. But as you go through it and you start saving some money, you know, or you find holes in your plan. But the biggest thing is that you see how everything starts to fit together. That's a big thing is you'll find something that you're missing. And that's that's a big thing as well as to say, hey, this is a hole in my plan. I need this to make my plan complete. And that's that's what I'm hoping to eliminate for people either what they're missing 
or like you said, what, what they don't need, how it all fits together. Because I think that's the biggest thing that's missing in the financial service world. So it's so many products and services, but there's not a lot that say, okay, well, you have executor help David's book over here. How does that fit in with trust and wills, the online service? How do those two connect? And I think that's what I really wanted to get at was a connection. Who did you write the book for? Is there a specific age group, different times in people's lives, pre-retirees, retirees, young couples? Is it who's it who's the book for? Well, I think it's really a book for everybody, but I think it's more a personality thing. It's for somebody who likes Marie Kondo, for example, and likes the concept of getting organized because it does take some time and effort to get organized. So it's not for somebody who's going to say, you know what? I can't see myself going through it or I don't, you know, being organized is not important to me. So I, I, I would say it's more of a personality, you know, that, that it is going to require some work and some time. But if you put the work and time into it, you're going to get a lot of benefit from it. So that's that's really how I look at it. I want to thank you, Tony Stewart, for being here on the Executor Help uh, podcast. The book is, uh, it's a great read. Again, you don't have to devour it all at once, but pick and choose what you need to get uh, done to you know, make sure that you get yourself organized. The book is called Get Ready, a step-by-step planner for maintaining your financial first aid kit. If people want to get in touch with you and also get the book, how can they do that, Tony? Uh, they can either reach out to me on LinkedIn or uh, visit my website, uh, tonystewart.com. Okay, great. So tonystewart.com, author of Get Ready, a step-by-step planner for maintaining your financial first aid kit. Once again, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to be here today. And when the new book comes out, I like to sit down and talk to you and, and see what uh, how that fits into someone's uh, uh, organization of uh, getting their personal finances in order. So uh, hopefully we're, we're going to have, no, not hopefully, I'm going to have you back on uh, later on. Uh, down the road. So once again, thanks for being here. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on, David. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or by leaving a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. To catch up with all the latest from me, go to davideady.com. There you can follow me on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you next time.